There we go. We're live on AW radio. It's news to us the week of December 18th, 2023. Hey, it's Eddie here with Jason. And uh, yeah, my, uh, my lips are so chapped. Mm. Jason to the point where they're bleeding. It's disgusting. I was looking in the mirror. Oh, Ooh, I and hate that. Uh, I, I've never had that happen where my lips are so chapped. Blood is gushing from my mouth. It's like I'm a UFC fighter. Gushing from your mouth. <laughs> Well, not really gushing. Wow, but you know, yeah, uh, they like split open. Yes, disgusting. Yeah, it's it's gross, and there's like not much you can do about it. So I got this Aquaphor stuff. I'm I'm putting it on every because I refuse to use regular chapstick. Yeah, so do I. And I also have cracked lip right now. Why I did, and I used Vaseline. Now, why don't you use chapstick? Because I think it's a scam. Chapstick's a scam. Why? Because I yeah, I feel like if I put it on, it makes my lips ten times worse. Exactly. If you don't use it ever, you almost never need it. I'm angry it's at big a, chapstick. Yeah, it's, it's a scam. A big dog and chapstick. We should do a whole expose on big chapstick. <laughs> yeah, that's what's wrong with America. Yes, it really grinds my gears. Okay, well we have a lot to get to, Jason. Busy show. Uh, Congress is buzzing about UFOs or, you know, they don't call them UFOs anymore. They actually call them UAPs, UAPs, Mm. unidentified aerial phenomena. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Mike Rounds are leading the charge to declassify top secret government UFO files, but it doesn't seem like everyone is on board. There are Republicans trying to stop this, of course. No Democrats. All right. Well, yeah. we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Alex Jones, uh, an update with that case where he was ordered to pay a billion dollars to the Sandy Hook families. There's a new development there. Plus, Rudy Giuliani is taking another legal hit for his election antics in Georgia. A lot more news, as much news as we can uh, squeeze in there, because we also have a guest. We're going to talk to oxymorons. Oxymorons, Jason. Mm. Oxy- I've been listening to them. And <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So they just dropped their debut el- album, Melanin Punk. And I was listening to it today, too. What'd you think? Oh, cool band. I, I dig their sound and I'm yeah. excited to have them on the program. Yeah, they're really cool dudes. I got to hang out with them a couple months ago and uh, they were just a lot of fun. Here is... A little bit of their song, Look Alive, that's charting on the mainstream rock alternative chart right now. Oxymorons. Look alive, look alive, look alive, yeah. Look alive, look alive, look alive, yeah. To us. 
We're live as always. Yeah, Oxymorons, cool band. That was a little bit of their song. Look alive. Look alive. They're, uh, they have a, another song that they're pushing. That's really good, too. We could play that later. It's the last track on their album. And uh, there you go. You can probably hear me now, Jason. But yeah, they are. Uh, so they're they're promoting another song off of their debut album that we'll play later. And we'll talk to a couple of the guys in the band coming up. Oxymorons, Melanin Punk, new album. Check it out. All right. Uh, well, we bitched about Chapstick. I guess we should just jump right into the news roundup, right? Is that what you think? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get right into it because, you know, we don't have a lot of time. We've got a big guest coming up. So news roundup. It's news to us. News roundup. Yeah. All right. News roundup brought to you by, I think we have a sponsor for our news roundup, don't we? Um, yes, we do. Our good friends at every plate. We'll tell you more about every plate in just a second, but Every plate has a fantastic deal. Go to everyplate.com slash podcast and use code 49 news to us. Get a meal and a dollar 49. I was going to get a meal for a dollar 49 and $1 steaks for life. Mm. Yes. Amazing. Okay. More on that mm-hmm. later. More on that later though. Every- Juicy steaks for a dollar. A dollar for life. How are they yeah. going to stay in business? <clears throat> They're giving the cow away. I know. Good Lord. Some breaking news. Uh, uh, Tom Sizemore dropped dead. What? Yeah. Wow. So there you go. He's I a, didn't know he was alive still. What What was the, he was in a lot of like nineties movies, right? Yeah. Saving private Ryan. Yeah. He was uh, taken off of life support. So apparently he is, he hasn't been in good shape for a while. No, he died in March. <laughs> oh, okay. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, it's breaking news to me. Catching up on news like oh. this this year. You know, you can't, you can't catch it all. There's someone else out there that thought the same thing. <laughs> so are you browsing Reddit? Oh, I, no. Well, it popped up on my Instagram like it was news. Like it was news. That's weird. You know who did die was uh, Andre Brower. He was the uh, actor who was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. A, a lot of people yeah, have died this uh, year. Have you noticed? He was 61. I was, he was very young. That's what they always say. It's like when you're 61, you die, you're young. But then when you're alive, you're old. Have you noticed that? Mm. No, I think anything sub-70, you're young. Sub-70, you're young? Yeah. Yeah. Over okay. 70, you had a good run. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, dive in here. So have you been following this story with the UFO crap happening in Congress? You know, um, I, I haven't, I I know we've discussed it and I've, I followed it um, probably what, like eight months ago, but I don't know any. Well, are you talking about when they had that whistleblower? Yeah. Okay. Was that eight months ago or so? I I don't know. Maybe like four months, five months, but okay. Yeah, the the latest is uh, Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has been trying to pass a bill in it's part of the defense budget and it declassifies uh, what we know about uh, UFO 
And UAP. Excuse me, UAP. That's what we call them now. UAP. Unidentified every aerial time, phenomena. Every time I hear UAP, I want to say, yeah, you know me. <laughs> Are you down with UAP? Yeah, you know me. See, it just, it flows. It does. Yeah, it does. But yeah, yeah Chuck Schumer, if uh, people are talking about this bill, because it doesn't look like it's going to get pa- be passed, though, because it, it's being blocked by a couple of Republicans. And who's blocking it? Um, what the hell's his name? Is it in here? I don't know. It didn't end up in this sheet. I can't remember his name. Mike something. What the, f- what the F is his name? Anyways, a Republican mm. oh. that is in the same district as the headquarters of Lockheed Martin, which is kind of interesting. Mm. So it's being alleged that Lockheed Martin actually holds these secrets, these UAP secrets. Yeah. So representative yeah. Mike, Lee, uh, Mike Turner of Ohio, Mike Rogers of Alabama and Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Oh, as yeah. well as speaker of the house, Mike Johnson of Louisiana are uh, poising to quash this initiative oh of course of course so so heavy hitters eddie uh, i'm against it. i don't think we should oh there's moscow yeah but it's interesting because if this were passed it would make ufo records be declassified up to a certain date and then they would put together a panel and they would have like a sociologist an economist and an environmentalist, all these different scientists on a panel. Mm. And then they would figure out the best way to continue to disclose the information to the American public and also to industry. Cause apparently, I mean, this is crazy that the government's talking about this, but apparently there's um technology out there that is, that would give us free energy and it's coming from a, a different world or something. This is, this, what? Is what they're, this is what they're talking about the Congress. Is that what? What? Yeah, yeah. And that's why that's why Chuck Schumer wants this passed because he wrote the bill and he says that we're doing a disservice to humanity because we have Lockheed Martin and these other companies hoarding this information and um, not sharing it with other scientists so it can be further developed. Wait, wait. So unlimited, wait, re- unlimited renewable energy is yeah, that's the big that's the big uh, thing that is being hidden from the American public, apparently. Well, not just the American public, the world. The world. That's right, the world. And that's the reason yeah. why that Gorsuch guy, that whistleblower, came out because he he wants that to be shared with the public. He wants it for the greater good of humanity. Isn't it crazy that where this conversation is happening? So you're telling me, yeah, that our current government, yeah possibly has technology for energy that could replace fossil fuels. Yes. And it's being hidden from Congress. Congress apparently well, Chuck meanwhile, Schumer knows it. Yeah. The earth, the earth is dying. Exactly. And that's why Chuck Schumer is like, guys, come on. Like this is, this technology is being hoarded. The U- UFOs are real. There are others. There's non-human intelligence out there and we need to start disclosing this to the public. That way we can save the planet. This is insane. Yeah. This is an insane conversation. It it's I mean, if this is true, this is yeah. so in, incredibly in yeah. I mean this Chuck is Schumer wrote the goddamn bill that says all this. <laughs> the Senate majority leader, and you know he would only bring this bill up as if he got uh clearance from the White House. Hmm. 
That's what people are saying, you know, because him and Biden work hand in hand. It's Biden's administration. So Biden knows all this too. Yeah, because why would he bring up a bill to pass if Biden wouldn't sign off on it? Exactly. He would look like an idiot if if Biden knocked it down. Um, So crazy. I mean, this is incredible. I know. Such (laughs) big news. This is. And it's disgusting, Eddie. Because yeah. you know it's not just Lockheed Martin. It's probably like big energy that's blocking this because they want to line their pockets with more profit. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. in 20 years, we're going to have cities that are flooded and it's going to cost the American taxpayer trillions of dollars. I know. It's insane. Oh, and then, it's, it's it, disgusting. And basically, oh my God, the Republicans so that are blocking this, they all have these big companies and oil companies donating to them. Like, obviously of course it's you just follow the of money course. with all this bullshit. Yeah. So I like mean, some of it's Russian big oil. Yeah. McConnell, we're looking at you. And a lot of these guys are being paid off. Not even that much. Like they're, they're getting donations of $10,000 and that's enough for oh. them to not save humanity. <laughs> it's so wow. sickening. It's so dumb. <laughs> this is so bad. Plus, like, how could you hoard that information for, I think all of us deserve mm. to know if this is true, right? Like the, if we all deserve that, to know if there, if there's aliens, I mean, they've all but said it, right? I mean, yeah, it's all been disclosed. I mean, yeah, exactly. Insane. <laughs> so, um, but if this bill is blocked, then, uh, people, are saying that there's going to be still this basically what's going to happen is there's going to be disclosure that's un, not official because more and more whistleblowers are going to come forward. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah. If you had an opportunity to travel to another planet with aliens, would you do it? <laughs> do they uh, have two free check bags like Southwest or? Huh? Yeah, uh, probably. How much do they have? Uh, what's what's the in-flight meal like? I don't know. I need more details. One-way ticket. You don't get to come back though. If do you I, go, um, where are we going? And do, do they have planet. Wi-Fi? Do they have Wi-Fi and TikTok? I, I don't know. Dude, I, I bet you don't even need a device. They just plug you straight in. Yeah, probably, probably. But yeah, um, you, so dude, you would do it. I don't know. Let somebody else do it first. Yeah. You don't want to be the, oh. the, the first. Oh, Cause what if you end up in some hellish landscape? That's terrible. Yeah. I don't know what that, <laughs> what their world is like. Don't know enough about them. For you to isn't learn that a, that's exciting though. Isn't it No, an adventure? It's crazy. Cause apparently yeah. you could, you, yeah. You could blog about it, but you wouldn't be able to come back. <laughs> but we could read about your your exploits in the other the other world. Yeah. Now the the reason why they haven't um, revealed themselves to us this is what government whistleblowers are saying. They're saying that they haven't revealed themselves to us because they don't really care about us that much. Like we're like ants. They don't give a shit. Oh yeah. And wait. The the to yeah. the aliens or to the Republicans, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, no serious uh, question. I, uh, which, oh, yeah. who? Oh, no, yeah, we can leave it at that. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Okay. So, right. what else is going on? You know, if uh, if Donald Trump is elected into office, 
He has been saying that the very first thing he's going to do is withdraw the United States from NATO. But Congress is trying to get ahead of that worst case scenario. And they just passed a bill saying that the United States cannot withdraw from NATO. Mm. Yeah. So that's good. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he threatened that <clears throat> back uh, yeah. when DJT was in office. He kind of had that. Yeah. And this bill is being passed by both houses, too. So Republicans are on board because if we were to leave NATO, that would be ridiculous and catastrophic for the entire world. But you know that DJT is all in Putin. He's in Putin's pocket. And that's what Putin wants is to destabilize the world. So if he's elected, that's what he wants. Yeah. Putin's pockets, kind of like Polly Pocket. Yeah. DJT's little Polly Pocket to Putin. Little puppet. (laughs) Little doll he gets to play with. That's right. That's right. So Alex Jones, you know, he was sued for $1.5 billion by the families of Sandy Hook. Remember that? Yeah. Because he said that it was a false flag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sandy Hook parents uh, sued and they won. A judge ruled in their favor and ordered Alex Jones to pay $1.5 billion to him. To all the families, victims. I wonder how much money that ends up being for each family. Ah, not enough. I'll say that. No, because this guy tormented these poor families. Because it wasn't only Alex yeah. Jones going on his show and saying false flag. These children didn't really die. But then you had all these quacks listening to Alex Jones, then harassing the families and, uh, and then threatening their lives. Can you imagine that? Your yeah. life is being threatened by these fucking maniacs on top After of... After you lost your... Yeah, your five or six year old child. Uh, like, no. And then Alex no, Jones awful. on the stand says, oh, it was just a performance. I don't really believe that. Oh, God. Like, Disgusting human being. Yeah. Alex Jones, you piece of she. Um, well, now he's making yeah. news. Uh, he yeah. has proposed to the families that he will pay them $55 million over 10 years. So like 3%. <sighs> yeah. Oh, good deal. Yeah. According to the 30-page plan that he submitted, Jones offered to pay a lump sum of at least $5.5 million a year, yeah. shared among the plaintiffs, plus a percentage of his personal annual revenue and a slice of InfoWars revenue. Um, his debt would be considered satisfied after 10 years. <sighs> um, this is the first time Alex Jones has revealed any, any sort of way of um, paying this judgment. So would you take and, this? So it turns out being eight and a half million dollars uh, for each family, right? Is that what it is? Uh, is that what it says? No. In November, the family's lawyers proposed a settlement of at least eight and a half million annually for 10 years. Oh, okay. Oh, actually. Yeah. So, so this is coming from the family's lawyers. They want to No, get, no, no. They, they asked for 8.5 million annually for 10 he years. Offered oh. 5. 5. Oh, yeah, okay. He offered 5.5. Oh, okay. So he offered 5.5. So basically the families are saying 1.5 billion might be a little bit outrageous. So we'll take, you know, 80 million or whatever, 90 billion, hundred, yeah. whatever that comes out to be hundred. Like, I can't do the math, but, you know, you're, you're yeah. A hundred and something yeah. million. And, uh, yeah. and then he comes back with 5 million total. Well, and this is after, uh, yeah. he filed for bankruptcy and a judge blocked his bankruptcy because they said he couldn't get out of the settlement. So he's trying to worm his way out of this yeah, by declaring bankruptcy so he wouldn't have to pay it all. So, Let it yeah, be. I don't know. I would take them all. I'd take it all. Yeah. Uh, good yeah. luck, Alex Jones. I mean, this. Oh, what? No, fuck him. No, I'm saying that sarcastically. 
Oh, okay. Good luck. Okay. You know, man. that's better. That's not, better. Not good luck, Alex Jones. We're, we're pulling for you. I really hope that you uh, squirm <laughs> out of this. Good. That's the official stance of its news to us. All right. No. Oh, I know. I mean, that's not what we mean. I was that was sarcastic. Was, oh my uh, god, it's crazy. You're blurring dude. the line. Buddy. <laughs> the we, lines are blurred. I don't know where it, we are. It's a comedy show. <laughs> Frogs are gay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani is taking a hit in that defa- defamation case in Georgia related to election fraud. Is this related to the election uh, voting machines? Is that what this one uh, is? No, this is against um, uh, two specific election workers in Georgia. Oh, okay. Where he defamed them, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, said that they were, uh, and they pulled and they doctored up a video yeah. from uh, the election of and said that they defrauded the election and yeah, just attacked them um, pretty viciously. Uh, that was one of their defenses. Uh, Giuliani's like main tactic was to bully people around. Right. Uh, but uh, U.S. District Judge Beryl Howell found that Giuliani was liable for defaming the pair and uh, has ordered uh, Giuliani to pay $148 million to the two individuals. Good. America's mayor has fallen. I, I don't know. Uh, Do you think uh, Giuliani has $148 million? I don't know. I mean, he's. I heard that he hits up Trump to try to cover his legal fees all the time. Like, he's always at Mar-a-Lago begging for money. So, I don't think he does. Well, I'll, I, I'll tell you what. He's got some uh, black smear rolling down his uh, side of his face from all the sweat he's under right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Man, it's hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, it's 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 interesting to see like these judges coming down on these individuals that were trying to steal the election, essentially. Yeah, like, yeah. Now we're we're finally seeing the like the the process play out in court, and it's um, it feels like it's taking forever. You know, it's taking forever, but man, it's it's kind of sweet to see it actually happening, though. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, Mark Meadows, what's happening with him and the Alexia or the Alexia, the uh, Georgia election case? Yeah. So Mark Meadows was trying to move his case from the state of Georgia and uh, change it to uh, federal court. But uh, the appeals court said that Mark Meadows is not allowed to change his case from the state to a federal uh, court. Um, Basically, the decision was authored by a conservative chief judge, William Pryor, what and the, it was unanimous. Wow. But basically Meadows was trying to move, just change his, uh, where he, the court would happen or the trial would happen from the state of Georgia to a federal case. Yeah. Mark and, Meadows, of uh, course, served as the chief of staff under the Trump administration only for a year. And he got into a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble <laughs> in that, that 12 months. It was a bad year to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, let's uh let's give our our sponsor a shout out here and then we'll bring on Oxymorons. But uh yes, Every Plate is sponsoring its news to us this week. We love Every Plate. And uh if you're hoping to budget your food expenses for the holiday season and you want more for your uh money, well, 
America's best value meal kit is every plate cheaper than takeout, no hidden fees. And you can add more items to your cart for delicious holiday meals. Plus only pay for what you need with pre portioned ingredients. This steak deal, mm. Jason, this is insane. When you uh, told me that they were going to be offering this to it's news to us listeners. I said that uh, you must be high off your ass or something. This mm. can't be right. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is out there, isn't it? Like you what? don't think a yeah. company would do something like this, but here we are. What is Every the, plate's doing it. What's the deal again? Is it uh what is it? Dollar steak it's a for dollar, life. $1 steak for life. You can add a 10 ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for only $1. Now that's raising the stakes for dinner. Ooh. Yeah. I like and you know what's great about every plate is this <laughs> yeah. time of year especially we're all busy with the holiday shopping, yeah. wrapping presents. Yeah. You know, hanging out with uh, loved ones and it's hard to go to the grocery store. So every plate will help you out. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Every plate is there to help you out. Wholesome filling meals. Enjoy them with loved ones. We love mm. every plate. Thank you very much. Every plate for sponsoring the show. And uh, man, there, this really is a great service to try out. It's going to simplify your life, make it a lot easier. You'll be eating great. And you can get a meal for a one forty nine plus one dollar steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code forty nine news to us. That's again everyplate.com slash podcast. Enter code forty nine news to us. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem one dollar steak. Get started with every plate. Dollar forty nine per meal plus one dollar steaks for life. Wow. That's amazing. By the way, mm. that's up to a hundred and ten dollar value that this is offering. So, Whew. Merry Christmas! Yeah, Happy Holidays to all of you. That's from us right. to you. That's our gift for yeah. you. Coming from you're me. welcome. Thank you, and thank you every place. Okay, we'll be right back. Mm. We'll bring oxymorons on coming up next on its news to us. It's news to us. IW Radio. Okay, back live on AW Radio. It's news to us. Oxymorons joining us in just a moment, hopefully. Mm. I love it when uh, we're always unsure because we, we do a live show, so maybe they'll call in. Maybe they forgot it. It is the holidays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it is I, interesting. I, I, a lot of shows don't do live anymore, but yeah. you know, we're one of the few out there. Yeah, exactly. So it's okay. Well, I do have a, a phone number that I was given in case there are any issues, but I, I, Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Who do we have here? Bring them on in. Jaffe. What's up, man? How are you? How's it going guys? How are you? Good, good, good. Jaffe from oxymoron. I think, uh, D is going to join us here in a second too. Yes. Yes. Let me, uh, shoot him a text as well. Okay, cool. Sounds good. All right. So he's going to do that. Shoot him a text. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. To have these gents on. Why don't we listen to a little bit of oxymorons while we're waiting? Here we go. Here's a little bit of look alive. Their song that is charting on mainstream rock charts right now. Look alive. Look alive. Look alive. Yeah. Look alive. Look alive. Look alive. Yeah. Nothing made it work. Hit the speaker, cup of fuel. Oxy made the city twerk. Clocking in no bunch 
motion now. Ten for ten, we always work. Ten for ten, our body work. Ten for ten, I make a. All right. Were you hearing that song, Jason? <laughs> ah, did you just notice that? Yeah, I saw you with your headphones taking them off, looking at him. I'm like, what's going? On? There you go. You're hearing it now, right? Yeah. No, no. I'm I'm hearing it. It's going through. It's not coming through my headphones though, but I'm hearing it. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds like a problem on your end. It is That's definitely fine. a problem on my end. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for calling me out on this. No, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But we have uh, Jaffe. What's up, man? So Dean's going to join us in a second, I think. But oxymorons hailing from Queens. You guys uh, just finished opening up for. Is everything okay? It sounds like things are falling over over there. Are you okay? <laughs> a little construction going on in, in, in the house, some renovations, but uh, I'm just putting stuff down. But we're good. Sorry okay. Are you, what are you putting in, like a new bidet or something? <laughs> Actually. Uh, yeah, recently did that. Uh, <laughs> okay, big, big on the bidet life. Me big too. On the bidet life. Everyone deserves a bidet in this world. It's the it's the it's the little things that make things a little easier. <laughs> I hundred percent agree. I have a bidet too, Jason. Are you on the? Do you have a bidet, Jason? I don't think you no. do. No, I do the three seashells. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Life changing, yeah. Life changing. It really is. Now, when you're on the road, though, uh, I'm sure you don't have access to a bidet. That must be hell. It must be hell. But, but actually, you, you know, were just I in Europe. About it every time. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, surprisingly, not enough bidets. You think they had they had a abundance of bidets, but now even in the nice venues with Corey Taylor, there were no bidets. Oh. That was my one complaint. I don't know how you knew that. <laughs> Uh, we have sources. We have sources everywhere. So, you guys, uh, just Corey Taylor. That's that's so in just in. You guys just finished that a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. We've okay. been home now for three weeks. Um, we did the U.S. run with him in August, September. Um, it went so well that he invited us to Europe. You know, I think yeah. Corey is also known for never taking the same band out twice, but um, we had the honor of being the first band to do that and within a few months uh so we're definitely honored and we've definitely just like gotten on with him um he's a big supporter of us and we're just like really appreciative to have such a influential uh you know they say like don't meet your heroes but like meet him if you can he's just (laughs) one of the realest people in the industry we've ever had the 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 pleasure and like honor of of not just working with but becoming friends you know we're just like shooting the shit, making fun of each other, smacking each other's butts by the end of it. And we're all like, what is this life? How are we, how is this happening? Uh, That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's gotta be crazy. So as far as Corey, so Corey Taylor, he's one of the big names that is really behind you right now, but have you guys received any texts or emails or phone calls from someone in the industry that made you say like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. Um, I, I wouldn't say like they were. It wasn't like random. They're all, I think, um, relationships we've cultivated. You know, Noah from Bad Omens as well is really supportive, and him and D talk like almost daily. Um, and they're just a lot of the bands that uh, we've we've had the honor of touring with and, and getting to know. Um, you know, we're we pride ourselves in in, in being good at, at our jobs and what we do, but we're also a lot of fun, and we love connecting with people and just like. You know, touring is such a, a special privilege and opportunity to get to do 
um, in our lives and, and we make the most of it constantly. And I think people just gravitate towards that energy. So we end up getting pretty tight with a lot of cool bands for sure. You guys are a lot of fun. Cause I got to see you in Vegas <laughs> when you were at that radio conference thing. So I was, I was, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember or not, but we hung out a little bit, but, um, yes, yes. when I first saw you guys, you guys were wearing all of your band merch, which I love all of you are shameless about it. You all wear oxymorons hoodies constantly, which is the funniest and coolest thing. Uh, more bands need to do that. By the end of the run with Corey Taylor, was he wearing Slipknot t-shirts? <laughs> no, usually what happens by the end of the runs that we're on is everybody else starts wearing oxymorons hoodies. Oh, <laughs> the nice. other bands and their crew. We kind of just like, <laughs> we're like a virus, you know, we just sort of take over. <laughs> I feel like no, it, but, you know, yeah. it's funny you say that. Cause like, at least, we, we do that very intentionally. I mean, obviously, so you know who we are and, and that we're a crew, we're together. But um, it's a very, it's, it's very you know, part of hip-hop culture. A lot of hip-hop artists have their own brands and their own merchandise wear it, and they wear it proudly. You know, it's part of the unnecessary truth of having to brand yourself um, in the arts and in the pursuit of the arts as a band. Um, but in the rock world, we realize that, yeah, it's it's like there's like the shame to it, you know, that you're not supposed to, you're too cool to wear your own shit. And it's like, what do you mean? Like you, if people see you wearing your stuff cause it's cool and you like it, then they're also more inclined to be in cool. Uh, which is something that's, that's part of like rock culture, um, specifically the merch that we just never really understood. Um, so we, we were not, we're not participating in that. We wear our stuff all the time. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I also know how to get backstage at one of your shows really easily too. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't give it away, man. <laughs> like, can't you see, I have the uniform. Just let me back. All right. But, um, I couldn't get too far. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some of the video videos on instagram of your run in europe and those looked like really good crowds uh when incredible I, yeah uh, did you have a favorite stop um let's see um berlin was was really sick just because i think it was the biggest show we've played outside of festival, like six thousand, um and it was like the the arena right before the mercedes Benz. so it was just like a huge accomplishment for us and also the apollo and hammerstein in uh in london we just love london the uk shows us a lot of love um and that was show was just like off the charts unreal um but really at this run especially you know like when we first went out with bad omens that that was a uh, that tour too i think it got rescheduled because of covid and in that time you know they just like skyrocketed even further so a lot of the venues were upgraded but not all of them were i think I guess representative of what their actual um, audience is out there. So, you know, the biggest capacity show we played there, which was still huge for us at like 2,500, was sort of the smallest of uh, this run with Corey Taylor. So, to so just have like the red carpet rolled up for us twice in Europe, a band of our size where we're at, um, to go with such like incredible names and just get to experience that leveling up, you know, um, it's 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 motivating and it's just like it lets you know you're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing um so yeah just just and, and Corey even said it. he was like what do you i thought you guys did this all the time like what do you mean you haven't played the crowds this size or just like 
nah, dude, this is the first time. Thank you for the opportunity. But yeah, we obviously like smoked the stages too. <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> we, I, we ain't scared of a big crowd. We're just like going to honor and enjoy the moment, but we're still going to go out there and set shit on fire the whole time. You guys, I saw you play a small room of like a hundred radio people and you guys were on stage like you're in front of 10,000 people and just like yeah. blew everyone's minds away. And I, I, it was the coolest uh, thing I saw that entire weekend. And I was telling everybody oxymoron stole the, the entire show that weekend, not to talk shit about the other artists. Cause there were so a lot much. of great ones there, but uh, it, it was just, I knew, I know you guys are onto something really special. So I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that you just destroyed at all those shows. So it's Thank it's, you so much. I, really appreciate that and that's the same show we put on for 15 to 20 people you know? <laughs> yeah i love it i love it you guys really get everyone it's an interactive show so that's that's what i really love you guys are really engaging with the audience you don't just stand up there and uh do your thing and and some artists will get up there and they won't even acknowledge that they're in front of people but you guys are the exact opposite and it's fun it's refreshing it's a it's a great great show i mean thank you it's a symbiotic relationship we need the people in the audience as much as they are there to be entertained and you know and uh it, it engaged um in some kind of way or another um so we yeah we treat that that relationship with a lot of like respect um and we're grateful for the people that are there and the way to show that so like just like everyone wants to be seen you know um, even when they're at a show watching like the people you make eye contact with or, or joke with or throw them a pick or whatever it is like uh, those moments are so special and you can, you can, I can, we can tell how much it means to them. So we, we just try and take that further um, and always engage with the audience. It's like a really important part of our show for sure. That's, I love that. That's so cool. And so, so there, I heard that you guys had van trouble that was before the European trouble though, or the, the European tour, right? Or was that on the European tour? No, that was on the U S tour. That was like okay. four days into that. And then we had to go and tour in a suburban, like super soccer mom life, uh, with a trailer <laughs> attached to it. We even popped a wheel on the trailer too. That was like that tour felt like a rite of passage, you know. Like we had such a clean, you know, two year run, and then that was the tour where I think everything that could go wrong pretty much did. Is it uh, true but, that there know, was like there was a hole in the roof of the van, right? Because the the air conditioner. Happened fell off or something got blown off uh, <laughs> from a bridge oh. we, we sort of miss oh, uh we were we got the height and shit wrong <laughs> <laughs> wait how low is that bridge oh, i mean uh, you know, i don't know but anymore, what would you have man. done though because you, prob <laughs> you probably have to go like would that route you around that bridge or would, i don't know i wonder how that works no, I, I, it was just because the ac was like taller than you know, it must have been like nine, eight or nine feet. I don't know. Uh, that was actually a previous run, though. That wasn't this run. Thank oh, you. Okay. I don't know if we could have. Had, I don't know if we could have handled that as well as anything <laughs> else. <laughs> I mean, that going under tough, a bridge but... is kind of funny. At least it wasn't going through a McDonald's drive-through because I think that would have been more <laughs> embarrassing. We've, well, we we like yeah, we've gotten close where so we like try and like ease our way through it, but no, we just get out. <laughs> <laughs> We 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 play with fire a little bit sometimes, I guess. Uh, well, um, you know, back to your your live show for a second. So, if if I had to describe your live show with one word, I would say swagger. So, 
I, I have I have a two parter for you. So, I mean, do you, I guess it's just one. I guess it's just a one part. I don't know why I said it was a two part. But how how did you guys develop that swagger? And I guess it is a two part. Did you always have that swagger, or is it something that came over time? Confidence built as you got older, or what? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we've been, um, we've all been performing in bands and stuff before uh, this iteration of Oxymorons. Um, there's also been a few different iterations, you know, the five piece, six piece. Um, there was drummer and a DJ with D and Kid and KI before I joined on, on guitar and bass. It, there's uh, just been different evolutions of the band. And this one that we call four piece for obvious reasons, I guess tech, the, the marker of, of its inception was really like when we put out justice, that's when like we really honed in on the sound and, and this format of the band. But even before that, you know, the show was always like high energy. Um, I've been playing in like the New York city, Brooklyn punk indie rock scene since you know 2008 or so. And that was always just a part of the way I performed as well. Um, you know, bleeding and spitting on people and, um, <laughs> doing a bunch of spins and, and just trying like just controlled chaos kind of. Um, so we don't like, there isn't much choreography or there isn't this like intention to be, to have all this swagger other than like, it really is just like who we are on stage. Um, and we bring out, we bring it out in one another. Um, and we're just like always, when we're on stage, we're tapped into something higher, you know? Um, we really sort of like let go, lose a lot of control, but still in this sort of like controlled contained environment. Um, we call it God mode. And we just <laughs> sort of like enter this space where it's just like not fully responsible for what's going to happen, but um, it is definitely a display of, of a lot of energy and just sort of like the idea of being able to tap into, you know, the highest version of yourself. Um, and that for us is just like, a whole lot of energy and I and swagger. And then you guys get off I the stage. Well, I mean, that that's, that's what you want, right? Is to have that energy when you're on stage and you guys have really something special. Cause you obviously can't have that with any group and you would know that with all the others you've been in. So you guys tapped yeah. into something really, really special and you, then you get off stage, you guys do. And then you're the sweetest dudes in the world. You come up and you'll talk to everybody. <laughs> And it's like, it's almost like an, you step into an alter ego in a way. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. You know, but I think the only thing with that is like, it, it's, we, we do our best to make sure that whatever the, that version of ourselves is that's on stage, it isn't like an ego. It isn't an alter of the ego. And we're all like spiritual to some capacity. And I don't mean that in like the religious sense, but that like music to us is, is we're on a mission, you know, and like, you know, it, it, it's tapping into some kind of energy that like you just don't get to do in your everyday life. Um, and if you honor it as such, it can be very rewarding. You know, I think Fela Kuti said like music is spiritual. You don't play with music. You don't fuck around. Uh, so when you have the right intentions and when it is about when music is something that has let you become a better person, process the world, deal with life. Um, and you're trying to give that back to people and share it. It is an opportunity to really just like go beyond the self and i think people feel that energy and gravitate to it whether it's foreign to them or or familiar um it's genuine yeah, we, we it's just it. genuine is what it is and people respond yeah. to that exactly 
Yeah. But go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's just what I, that's just, what, that's just the feeling I get. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. That's, and that's exactly what it is. Um, but we've just always, we've all had just, we all have our own special, you know, uh, relationships and connections to music and what and how it's saved our lives. Um, so that's sort of every time we get on stage, that's why whether it's 15 or 15,000, um, we honor the, the opportunity to get to play our music and perform. Um, and that, that level of energy just comes out. We've been dead before, bad moods, you know what I mean? Like not talking to anyone before a set and then first song starts and they're like, Oh, there we go. <laughs> Everyone's back and tap the fuck in, you know, like it's just, um, I love that. It's a, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. It really is like beautiful thing. It really is. It really is. And everyone needs to see oxymorons live. You really do. It's, it's an experience. And I know that you're about to announce U.S. tour dates here pretty soon, right? Within the next few weeks, I was told. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what your publicist told me. I don't know. Sick. Okay. Sick. <laughs> you don't even know. Thanks okay. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Okay. We're working on stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't say, I can't personally say if anything's like confirmed. I know things are like getting close um, and there's some really cool opportunities um, in the U.S. and beyond for the new year, but yeah, just waiting on on those confirmations before I can say anything. You okay. might, I mean, shit, you might you might know a step ahead of me. I know. I mean, I I try not to say anything because I don't want to get in trouble over here. So. <laughs> me neither, man. Me neither. <laughs> um, but we're looking forward to that. I mean, everybody, please, oxymorons, two R's, two R's, damn it! And I'm not going to tell you this. There is a story behind that. And I was like, maybe I should ask you about it, but I think you have to go to the show because you guys tell the story. Uh, it's part yeah, of the show and that's where you have to learn. So if you want to know why there's two R's, <laughs> see oxymorons live. Damn it. Come through. We'll be around. We'll be in your city. I'm sure next year we ain't never going to be home. That's for damn sure. Busy year. It's looking to be a really busy year. It's gotta be. Good, good. This is our moment. Our album's out, you know what I mean? And we're just like, we're just moving forward always. And um, now that we've gotten this far with our first album and all that, like the next moment, the next project, the next era, the next season is got to be the biggest one yet. And that's how we always think about it. So no doubt sure it will be. There's no, there's no slowing down. There's no slowing down. No, I mean, you guys are really on to, on to a lot of, Onto something special. And by the way, congratulations on the on charting with Look Alive on the rock charts. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, we I, we work towards it, you know, but yeah. um, it's still really surprising and unexpected. It's not, you know, the the traditional format of an active rock song. So it's nice to see the progress happening in terms of Sonics and uh, what people are embracing within different genres, especially something like, like radio that, you know, is part of the music industry for so long. It's one of like the foundations as we've changed into like digital, you know, and streaming and everything else. Um, the influence of radio has changed, but it is still prominent in there. So to be getting some kind of success in that is like, it's mind blowing. Are you still <laughs> getting a lot of pushback of people saying that you're too rock for hip hop, too hip hop for rock? 
Oh, man, just spend some time on Facebook. Okay. Um, you'll well, see fuck all, those people. All the middle-aged white men that like are like, this ain't punk, this ain't <laughs> this, the original oxymorons is that, you know, all that kind of <laughs> shit. Uh, it's a good laugh. Uh, we, we love it. We'll like respond with kissy faces and shit. Just, like, try to antagonize them a little bit. <laughs> I love it. But, I love yeah, it. I think that, yeah, that's always going to be, that's still a thing. Um, and it, it is changing and progressing, but like, I think it's part of our story. And I think it is also what makes us special, you know, the obstacles and challenges we faced as opposed to just having it laid out for you and work because, you know, you got the complexion for the connection, as we say. Right. Um, we, we, we take pride in the struggles that we overcome too. It's definitely what makes this special. And I think people are starting to connect with the band outside of the music and outside of the energy of the live show, but like what it means that like as a movement and um, what we're trying to do with, with changing the music industry as a whole. Um, and that's, that's like one of the best, most rewarding things that I'm seeing, whether it's press or fans, or whatever, like people are talking about the band outside of the music and like actually what it means culturally. Um, so now I really, you know, affirms that we're really onto something. Yeah. Then that, goes back to the title of your debut album melanin punk that's out now yeah, stream it buy it get it is it on vinyl by the way it's on vinyl baby nice. it's on vinyl you can get it on our website you can get it off mascot or labels website you can get it on amazon i think it's in some stores too um which i i should probably go see that i haven't seen it in a store i gotta go check oh it out. yeah you have to <laughs> i mean where do you go they don't have goodie records or whatever anymore i mean Sam Goody. Yeah, that's what it's called? Best, best Buy. Best Buy? Best Buy is still open? They haven't closed yet? Okay. So you go there. Maybe Walmart. Do they carry it? Do we know? Probably Walmart. That's a good thing. I got to ask our distributor, actually. By the way, I have a, I, there's some... You're uh, on Spotify. The song we're going to play, uh, Moon Chasers, which I love, by the way. It's the last track. It's, it's listed as explicit on Spotify, and I, I've listened to it 10 times, and I don't know why. I'm like... I know, I know you say bitch in it but that's why is it explicit i thought you right, had to say fuck or shit like, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say hasn't we like yeah isn't bitch now pg yeah exactly you hear bitch in disney movies like get get that e off of there because i think it might you know it might end up on other playlists or so i don't know if that holds it back at all but i just wanted to let you know oh no that's a good point i didn't even like consider that but yeah actually that's a that's a really good point i want to bring that up or does it make it cooler i don't know if it's still that thing like you buy the album that has the parental advisory then there's cred with that maybe that's what it is i feel like i feel like there's plenty of plenty of curses throughout the rest of the album (laughs) i know and moon chaser is like the most wholesome song and then it just has a bitch in there and i don't know some people can't handle that i guess i don't know we gotta get we gotta get that disney placement yeah exactly (laughs) this might end up in frozen four or something you know you never know hey i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) we'll take the check well (laughs) thanks for joining us we appreciate it and we're looking forward to everything that you do next year especially you know uh thanks for popping on during the holidays and by the way real quick it is the holiday season what's the best christmas movie Oh man, uh, I don't really like do. I don't really do like the holiday stuff. That's good. And, 
Good for you. Yes, I'm. I'm like an abolitionist and very <laughs> anti-capitalist. So no, I, that's actually the best answer. I, that's there's no better answer than that. <laughs> I could uh, give. I don't give any fucks, but you know I do like how like cheerful and 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 more kind and generous people are. It is like a, a special time. I don't want to shit on it. I just don't like participate much in like the Thanksgivings and all that other stuff. So Jaffe um, saying that the best holiday movie is Saw 10. So go watch Saw <laughs> right, 10. Yeah. Watch, that's, that's the kind of shit I'll do. It's like watch a horror film or just something real left uh, that is just so like not the vibe of everyone else. And that's how I entertain myself. Love it. Love it. All right. <laughs> Leave the world behind uh, the new Marshall Ali movie yeah. and, and Julia Roberts. That's a great, Christmas movie because <laughs> the end of the world. Was that good? I, I people are saying a lot. I was on Reddit and people were talking about how. You know, have you ever heard of predictive programming? Yes. You know, yeah. yeah. We're well, you know, like Hollywood will give us little subliminal messages about things that are about to happen. So everybody on Reddit is convinced that that's predictive programming because. Obama's- Bro, when I saw Minority <laughs> Report with Tom Cruise in like yeah. what, that 2002, yeah. that's exactly what I thought. I was like, this is what's going to happen. This is the future. Right. And now look where we are. Come on now. No, you're right. You're Not right. all the technology. It's all happening. It's, yeah. I'm, I mean, you're talking to the right one. Terminator. <laughs> I mean, look at Terminator with artificial intelligence. So. Come on, man. I don't know. It's Come getting on. scary. It's always in the movies first. Always in the movies first. It is. It is. All right. Well, we'll let you get back to um, not celebrating the holiday season. And thank you for coming on. And oxymorons with two R's. Two R's. We're going to play you out with Moon Chasers. Is there anything that we should know about this song? What does it mean Uh, to you? It's it's a warm embrace. You know, we just wanted to create, like you said, a wholesome wholesome moment. Uh, The album is so, you know, tumultuous and takes you on such a ride. Um, and it's like aggressive and in your face. And uh, we wanted to leave that the album off on that note where it's just like you've been through this journey of of trying to be accepted and and uh, finding yourself. And at the end, it's just a big hug to let you know that it's all OK. Thank and you. to also just show that, you know, we're not ju- it's not just going to be like metal riffs and raps all the time. We're going to continue to progress into other styles of music um, as we as we put more things out. I really appreciate the message behind this song. It's it's again, moon chasers and it is explicit. If you have kids in the room, there's a bitch in this song. So uh, you might want to turn down the speakers, but, uh, but it's, it's the most wholesome song. I don't know why it pisses me off that it says explicit on there. Anyways, I'm going to drop that oxymorons. Everyone check them out. Oxymorons, two R's Instagram, oxymorons, two R's.com. And uh, thanks, man. We'll see you around. My son, we'll definitely see you around. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you. Peace. Bye. My mama said, don't forget to wear your jacket. The world can get cold. And every leaf in the Back then, and this girl wouldn't talk to me. Back then, I had a hole in my T-shirt. Back then, yeah, my feelings used to be hurt. Buying clean in my 97 Camry, yeah, <laughs> that's my green bitch. All my friends, I ain't have room for all of them. Yeah, gas money, I fear all of them. Watch out for the moon chases now.
in the streets like biggie give me the loot mama mama yeah papa papa yeah wanted a doctor i became a rocker if i put my mind to it y'all taught me to do it proper i'm doing it for the culture they doing it for the guaca watch out for the moon chases now watch out where they coming through watch out for the moon chases now my mama said don't forget to wear your jacket the world can get cold Mama said don't forget to wear your jacket, the world can get cold, and every leaf in the breeze has a story that's told, don't be scared to flap your wings, baby boy, you got soul, no matter what goes down, my mama said don't forget to wear your jacket, the world can get Oxymorons, Jason. Oxymoron. Oxy oxymorons. Two R's. Two R's. What'd you think? Good song, right? Oh. Good song. <clears throat> really great guy. Fun. The, you have to see the them conversation. live. I cannot say enough yeah. how much like the best live show I've been to all year. I'm not even kidding. And they played in front of a hundred wow. people. That's awesome. And um, it, it was like mind blowing. It's like, I don't know. It, it was really, you could tell that these guys are going to be really, really big, really, really big. The biggest. And, and you just wait, Jason, they're going to be playing arenas and you'll be, I was there first. <laughs> Arena tours. <laughs> uh, I found these guys. Yes. Oxymoron. Oxymoron. I don't even know why I want to say it like uh, Trump. I don't know. <laughs> Oxy. Xi Jinping. Oxymoron. Um, <clears throat> there we go. Anyways, fun time there. Chaffe. Well, what a show, Jason. I feel like it was just nonstop content, nonstop entertainment. Mm. We have a lot. We Energy was high. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, we have a lot we didn't get to. Uh, do you have dinner going right now? That's what everybody wants to know. You're usually cooking dinner for your daughter during the show. We already did dinner. You did? She's got a friend over. Yeah, friends over. And they're hanging out. They're doing what, you know, their thing. So, oh. Where's your pen? Ah, I don't got a pen. I got. I have two pens. <laughs> I got a Barbie thing. We like to hold pens up to the cameras. I got a Barbie. What you got a Barbie? You hold a Barbie up to the camera. Barbie was big this hey. year. Barbie. Big. Guess yeah. what? Oh, I shouldn't show you your gift. You got me a gift? Oh, Barbie. No. That's just what I wanted. Don't get me a gift, by the way. Uh, oh, you already got me something? Oh, jeez. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, this don't... is for my niece. This is for my niece. <laughs> no. All right. Don't, well, uh no fair. Yeah, no gifts. On this show, should we get to a quick? Uh, I think some some people call them Jeffs, <laughs> right? Right. Well, um, yeah. why don't we just do one quick viral video so we have something for social media? You cool with that? Okay. All right. Do yeah. You have, do you have time? We're alive. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, you know, maybe you're going to be looking for a new job in the new year. Here are things that you should lie about during your job interview. Mm. I know that you, you're hiring manager, Jason, you interview people and this is a warning for you too. Maybe people are lying about these items. Yeah. Well, maybe they're lying about yeah. these. So yeah. here we go. Uh, let me see if I, yeah. See Let's if, see if I can call it. Yeah. There are three things that I need you to lie about in every interview. Save these. Number one, if you were leaving your job because you really dislike it, because you don't get along with your boss or your colleagues, you're going to lie about this. Please do not tell them that your boss doesn't like you. Don't tell them that everyone's really hard to work with. All they're going to hear when you say that is that you are difficult. Instead, you're going to say something like. Yeah, so don't say that. Uh, that that's that's kind of like a. Uh... Oh, you know what, Jason? I know why you're not hearing the videos through the headphones, I think. No. Oh. But anyways, we'll do that later. So no, don't don't say that your coworkers didn't like you at your previous job. Why would you say that? That's obvious, right? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's not a, a, a helpful tip. I thought she was going to say something like, you know, say that you were a scientist at NASA or some, <laughs> something crazy, you know, like. Well, she's not done. Okay. She has two more okay. tips. Two more tips. That's low hanging fruit. The first one. Yeah. Instead, great, but I want to take on bigger challenges. The second thing that you're going to lie about is why you want the job. I mean, look, y'all, like 100% of people who want a job want it for the money and benefits. It's not a unique answer. It doesn't actually differentiate you from anyone. And it's a big red flag to them because they think that's all you care about if that's the only thing you can come up with. Instead, you were going to tell them why you're passionate about the company's mission, why this job is your life's work, and you are just such a good fit for the culture at this company. And the third one, y'all, is... Yeah, so you're going to say, oh, mm. I just love Bumblebee Tuna, and I love the mission here that you guys set out to accomplish, putting the best tuna in a can every single day. It's truly the chicken of the sea. It really is, Wait. you know, and I want every American to be having a tuna fish sandwich at least twice a week, and uh, by God, here at this company, I'm going to work my ass off to make sure that happens at Bumblebee Tuna. Am I hired? Uh, I think Chicken of the Sea is its own company. Shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was the competitor. You did not do Damn your it. research. 
fired. He's not hired. Whoops. And the third one, y'all, is your plans for the future. I don't care if you are starting spiller. I don't care if this job pays half of what you're used to making and you are going to jump ship as soon as you find something better. When they ask you about your plans for the next five years, your plans are to be at that company. Your plans are to come in, knock it out of the park in this role and continue to grow as opportunities arise. What every company wants is top talent that is going to stay and grow with them. And if you come into an interview and communicate that you're yeah, duh. Don't say like, hey, uh, I'm just, you know, what are my plans for the future? I don't know. Maybe I'll work here for six months and then uh, quit. You don't want to do that. No, yeah. Or to get the, the sign-on bonus. <laughs> I'm just I'm, here for the bonus. I'm, I'm here, out in three months. Here for the sign-on bonus and then I'm out. Even if that is <laughs> your, uh, you know. Motivation. Motivation. Just don't say it. Just pretend like you're going to be there for life. Good yeah. luck to you. And it, uh, my tip for you is to look up the company's mission statement and, and know it. And go one step further, get it tattooed on your forehead and, and they have to fire or hire you rather. And then they'll fire Boom. you after they hire you. Cause Boom. you don't they, even have to open your mouth. You just present yeah. your face yeah. with your head, head foot, uh, forehead tattoo. What does the bumblebee tuna mission statement? Chicken of the sea. <laughs> nope. Oh, here's their mission. I found Bumblebee Tuna's mission statement. It is to show the world there's a better way to seafood. <laughs> <laughs> seafood is one word or sea and food? Seafood. One word. There's a better way to seafood. One word. That's the, so that oh. when Bumblebee Tuna says, why are you here? You say, to show the world there's a better way to seafood. And they'll be like, wow, mm. my God. Wow. Wow. No, what you need to do is say, yeah. I would like to show people a better way and actually see seafood. Yeah, you do have to yeah, you have to have some gravitas and you gotta spin it around. Yeah. How you are going to contribute to that statement. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it for us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Jason has been a hell of a year for us. And next year we've been uh, prepping for, for many, uh, many a year. It's going to be our election year coverage. Biggest yet. We're going on tour. Wait. (laughs) Yeah. The election year. Uh, And we'll be doing live election coverage election night. We're promoting this a year in advance because all the news networks are already doing that. Election night will be with yeah. you live for Rise or Cries 2024. Bring, bring candidates to yeah. you. That's right. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got to start lining up interviews with congressional candidates. God damn it. Somebody get <laughs> Maybe on. Maybe some of them are. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. All right. You, right, you want to do that? You want to you talk to some congressional candidates? Yeah, I uh, think we, we must. We have to. We must son of maybe a, Biden if we can get get by, by now we should be talking to Biden. So we've had a, we've had a lot of congressional candidates on. We've had people who are sitting in Congress right now. Mondaire Jones, yeah, for instance, sitting representative of New York was on our show. Who else did we got talk that to? Bump. He got that bump. I swear we talked to more than just him. But you know, it's the only one that always Jamal Brown. Wait, I don't think he won though. Did he? No, but we did talk to a lot of high-profile candidates because what we were yeah. doing is is highlighting the grassroots candidates 
more so. Right. But we'll we'll just, we'll have anybody on who will talk to us. I and think- we did talk to a lot of like state candidates too. True. Maybe not national, you know, but they're they're sitting on their current state legislature. And we talked to um yeah, the a lot of prominent challengers. We talked to the guy that was trying to unseat Matt Gates in Florida, the Democratic nominee. Oh yeah, the the pilot. Yeah, the the guy he's like a decorated war hero and yeah. he lost. But yeah. Yeah, that but, that was a tough battle for him. Yeah, yeah. But, but cool that he he took it. So yeah, 2024, it's going to be a big year. It's an important year. We're going to be here with you, guiding you through all of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. For Rise or Cries 2024 with our official election coverage kicking off here on its news to us, IW Radio. All right. Thank you, everyone. On behalf of uh, IW Radio, it's news to us. Hell of a year. We'll see you next time. Any final words, Jason? Happy holidays, all that, blah, 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 blah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Be safe. Be safe. Enjoy your loved ones. Be safe. Be smart. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message.